Welcome to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Bill, we made it to March. How are you doing? Good morning. Uh, it's just amazing to me how we're already in March, and, and uh, it seems like uh, we're already in spring. I mean, it's, um, you know, the weather for the last couple weeks has just been <laughs> extraordinarily nice for the most part, uh, with a couple days thrown in there that said, I don't know about this springtime, but, uh, uh, it, you know, it, it's way early, and of course, um, this this we this has been a pretty warm winter for for us here in North Carolina. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean March. I, I mean, I, well, I mean, okay. The good news. I mean, for basketball fans, we're ready for March Madness, if you will, and and uh, it, it uh, looks looks like uh, it's going to be uh, interesting to say the least in terms of uh, our teams around here. And what they might do, uh, so that's that's exciting, I think. And and of course, uh, just uh, this is you know this is the time of year as it's called the Ides of March, if you will. So watch out. <laughs> so uh, okay, so let's get down to business here. Um, uh, the. Um, I, I would. I think it will be helpful because uh, you, you know I've been talking uh, uh, briefly and too briefly uh, the last couple weeks about uh, what circumstances uh, uh, should bring you back to the table, if you will, in terms of actually reviewing your estate planning, reviewing your documents, reviewing your financial planning, and how. It all works together, uh, and so I, I really felt like um, you know I've I've in the last couple of weeks I've mentioned it, and only had a few minutes left in the program to to really uh, talk about it, and so I wanted to start out with it this week so I could actually talk about those things uh, in uh, much more depth. Uh, now, obviously. With uh, financial planning, um, you know, as it relates, uh, that's something that you should be keeping up with on a pretty regular basis. Um, now, most of us don't look every day, and because if you do, it'll give you heartburn. Um, uh, and that's true in good times and bad. I mean, the fact is, unless you're really into it, which most people are not, uh, and you're doing it to be your own financial advisor, and there are plenty of folks out there who are pretty good at doing that for themselves. Um, the, the rest of us uh, need a financial advisor and need uh, someone looking after us because that's not what we do. It's not our specialty. It's not um, what we're good at, you know, because all of us are unique and we do different things. But from my perspective, um, your financial investments need to be looked at, um, you know, depending on the kind of investments you have, at least once a month or once a quarter, depending on the type of investments that you have and, uh, and uh, what you're doing with your financial advisor and things like that, just to keep up with what's going on. 
And of course, the thing about it is, is that one of the frustrations for me over the years has been, I always had advisors tell me uh, when it was a great time to buy, you know, let's get into the market, put some more money in and all that good stuff. But I rarely, if ever, had financial advisors call me up and say, Bill, it's time to sell, you know. Uh, (laughs) And that's where the problem is. You know, most financial advisors are just simply asking you to buy so they can, so you'll invest more money and they'll have more money under management. And, you know, that's sad because to me, it's even more important to know when to sell than it is of when to buy. I mean, you know, if you get right down to the the basics of investing, it's always buy low, uh, sell high, <laughs> make a profit. Uh, but you know, you have a volatile market, and and, uh, and the markets will be volatile all the time. You know, the good news is that uh, uh, the markets tend over a period of time to go up a whole lot more than they go down. But there are times, like last year, where the market had a bad year and went down. And um, so those folks who uh, got out of the market or reduced their investments or moved to a different uh, type of investment um, early last year uh, lost a lot less money than those who stayed in the market. And unfortunately, again, that's to me what most financial advisors push you to do just stay and ride it all the way down and then ride it all the way back and unfortunately when you when it uh, drops a good bit it takes even longer to get back because a lot of don't a lot of folks don't realize that if you lose say 15 percent it takes 30 percent of a gain to get back to zero so i've always focused more on losing or not losing, or losing less than what the market is losing. Uh, and if you can do that and stay up there with the gains, um, then over time you'll do a whole lot better. That's that's just sort of the way it is. But that has more to do with finances. What about how that works with your legal? Well, for some folks who have more complicated estates, and they tend to uh, be acquiring assets um, over time. Um, You know, having an annual review uh, of your, in essence, funding can be important because, quite frankly, um, you know, you do your, your, your estate planning at a point in time, and of course, uh, things change. Uh, and if you're still in the acquisition stage of your life, you're still acquiring properties, and you might not remember to fund it or to put it um, uh, to consistently with your estate plan or to fund it into your trust uh, and the like. You know, there's I've, I've had tons of clients over the years that have moved here from out of state and. They want me to review their documents, and it's like, okay, what's in here? Uh, what have you transferred to your trust? And it's like, well, oh, w- w- nobody told us to do that. Or, or uh, well, we did it when we were in, uh, just say, Virginia, 
but since we moved here, you know, we opened new bank accounts and we opened, you know, we bought a house here, sold our house in Virginia, and we didn't even think about putting it into our trust. But we do have a will that says put it in our trust. And I said, no, that's not what you want. Your, your will is for just small, you know, cleaning up small mistakes on your part. Um, you shouldn't use your will as your funding device because then you're losing the benefits of your trust of avoiding probate because your will requires probate and court administration. So you actually end up causing more problems for your family because um, everything has to go through probate in order to get into your trust. So you have a double administration and you haven't saved the cost of avoiding court administration. So, you know, that's pretty important in terms of it. And that's assuming that you have a really good estate plan to begin with. Um, because uh, uh, oftentimes an estate plan can be improved. And, of course, uh, a fact is the, the laws change. And so folks who've done planning, say, 10, 15 years ago, uh, you know, the planning was done based on the laws that existed at that time. Uh, and, of course, um, and, and it also based on your net worth at that time. And you go down the road 15 years, uh, and uh, the tax laws have changed uh, uh, a good bit, uh, and your net worth has doubled over that 15-year period. So, yeah, those are pretty big changes. And, um, it, you know, when you look at, say, a state tax, you know, if you go back 15 years, uh, the estate tax exemption was uh, less than a million dollars. And there were lots and lots and lots of folks who had estates that were a that was a million dollars or more, or at least it was approaching a million dollars. So it was likely that they might have an estate tax issue. And so planning was done a certain way back then. Well, the estate tax laws have changed a whole bunch since then. You know, it went up dramatically over the last 15 years. The law was also changed on how you could save your spouse's exemption um, without having an irrevocable trust at the first death, you know, where you could file a what's called a 706, an estate tax return to uh, claim your spouse's unused uh, estate tax exemption and carry it forward with you. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, and, you know, today the estate tax exemption is $12,920,000. Well, you have to be pretty darn wealthy for it to even be a factor. Uh, however, and here we go again, in 2026, you know, almost, you know, a little less than three years down the road, the estate tax exemption is going to fall like a rock. It will be over $13 million in 2025, and it'll come down to a little over $6 million in 2026. Well, there are a lot of folks who have no estate tax problem today, but they'll have an estate tax problem in 2026. Um, so... You know, and of course, could those laws change again? Of 
course they can. So obviously one factor is laws change. And of course, another big change in the law was how retirement accounts are inherited. You know, in the past, most of us wanted to do what we call stretch it out for the children so that they take an an inherited uh, retirement account over their lifetime. Well, that worked really nicely. Guess what? Congress said, no, 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 can't do that anymore. We're going to give you 10 years from the date of your parents' death. So when it goes to the children or grandchildren from you, if it's a retirement account, they have to take distributions within 10 years of your death. Now, that generally is going to give people 11 tax years to take those distributions, but you know, it's no longer a lifetime distribution. So uh, large IRA inheritances or 401k, either way, or, you know, take any retirement account, it applies to all of them, um, makes a huge difference. Now, there are tons of other things we need to talk about, but I'm just getting started. You are just getting started, but you've given us a lot so far to consider, Bill, and making sure that we're ahead of our planning and Making sure that things are consistent with the current environment is very key. So if you want to schedule some time to speak with Bill, head on over to WGALaw.com. That's Bill's website, WGALaw.com. From there, you can book an appointment to speak with Bill. You can also find information about Bill's free webinars. And Bill's webinars are happening this week, this Wednesday, March 8th. Be sure to register if you want to learn more about long-term care assistance. This deals with Medicaid, VA benefits, and finding financial assistance for you or for loved ones who may be dealing with a long-term care crisis. Bill also has a webinar dedicated to asset protection and trust planning. Both of these are free to attend. It's free to register. Just go to WGALaw.com. Click on the Seminars button at the top of the page. There you'll find plenty of information. Bill does these the second Wednesday of every month. So if you're missing out this week, you're going to have to wait a whole nother month. So I encourage you, get ahead of the ball. Register for Bill's free webinars. Go to WGALaw.com. Click on the Seminars button, or you can also call the office. The phone number is 919-256-7000. Seven thousand. We love to hear from you. We're taking a quick break, but we'll be back with more this asset protection today with attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. You can find more about Bill at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com. That's also where you can go to register for Bill's free webinars happening this Wednesday. Be sure to register and attend. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. WGALaw.com. Click on the seminars button at the top of the page. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander and Bill, I know we're talking about getting our documents reviewed, but before we, we get back into that, I, I really just want to stress the importance of uh, well, just the, the wonderful ability people have to attend your webinars because you know, you've know you explained on this program how people have come to you in the, in the middle of a long-term care crisis and 
the advice that you're able to provide and the guidance that you're able to provide, if they had only gotten it sooner, would have had a, a tremendous amount of savings for their nest egg. Uh, no question about it. And and one of the nice things about our morning seminar, which focuses on government assistance programs that are available to middle class families, uh, and uh, what I you know well to do families, quite frankly. Um, it's the kind of thing that's really important to people. How do we preserve what we've worked so hard for? Uh, and and um, our webinar really goes into what programs are out there. Uh, is it possible to get financial assistance and preserve our assets? And for most people, uh, particularly those who have the right documents in place, the answer is absolutely it can be done, and it can be done ethically, legally, properly, uh, and help uh, with the financial burden that long-term care uh, costs uh, for families. Because folks have no clue how expensive it is until it hits them right in the face. And then it's like, oh, we have to come up with $8,000 a month? Uh, and, you know, there are some families that can do that, but the great majority of us don't have uh, any way of doing that. So it's like, okay, what do we do now? Uh, well, our webinar goes into how that's actually accomplished and uh, what programs are out there that might be available to you, what programs are not going to be available to most of us. I mean, that all of that's really, really important. And of course, there's two prongs to most of that assistance is number one, how do I become eligible? And the second prong is just as important and is, okay, I'm, I've gotten eligible. How do I protect my property at the same time? So from my perspective, it's a two prong test. You have to do both at the same time or your, your plan really, to, to a great degree, will, will fail. Um, so that's important. And, of course, while it's not Medicaid um, and uh, um, um, asset protection is not a focus of my webinar in the afternoon, which is on asset protection and how that works, um, it, it is part of it. Because whether you need Medicaid or you have a fabulous estate where you'll never worry about Medicaid or long-term care or any other financial issue, how do you protect your legacy? How do you protect the property that you, again, that you've acquired over your lifetime? And there are ways to do that. And so I go into that in the afternoon webinar. Go to WGALaw.com to register. It's free to do so. It's free to attend. And, you know, I, I especially if you're interested in attending the long-term care webinar, go into it with an open mind. So often we are uh, kind of clouded with myths and uh, just half-truths when it comes to Medicaid and financial assistance there. So um, you might want to just forget everything you've heard up to that point and attend Bill's webinar and approach it with an open mind. And there's no cost associated with it. It's a wonderful opportunity for you. WGALaw.com. Just click on the seminars button at the top of the page. All right, Bill, let's get back to uh, 
moments in our life when it comes to reviewing our documents? Well, or, or getting documents in the first place, if you get right down to it, because you'd be surprised uh, how many people just put it off and they have huge life changes and they've never done documents. And so uh, it's not only a time to review, but it's, all, it's, it's time to get it done. Uh, so, okay. Uh, they're biggies. So what are the biggies? Well, you know, if you get married or remarried, I mean, those are huge times in terms of knowing what your plan is, knowing how everything works together, and making sure that you're doing exactly what you want. So there's no surprises. That's huge. Uh, well, another uh, huge life-changing time uh is a potential, you know, is a divorce or, or death of your spouse. Either one uh, is a huge change uh, for folks. Uh, and of course, the circumstances are very different. They're both traumatic uh, to everyone. Uh, there's no, it's not easy uh, uh, for folks. Uh, or, okay, so obviously those are big times when uh, there should be reviews uh, and there should be uh, certain actions taken. Now, obviously, when you lose your spouse, uh, it's always a good idea to, to I mean, because most people, it takes them months and sometimes longer than even a year to sort of get your head screwed back on you know, so you can make reasonable decisions. And, you know, uh, taking some your time on that is also important. But um, but uh, the other things, well, you can not only lose your spouse, but you could also potentially lose uh, a loved one <clears throat> or a person uh, that you know that you are relying on. And that person might be your spouse. It might also be a child or a sibling or someone in your life that is part of your planning that you are relying on. Uh, and now they're gone. Uh, and they can be gone by death or, or they, disability or they've moved away and they're no longer an, an intimate part of your life. You know, those kinds of things. Uh, and so that can certainly make a, a big deal. I've already mentioned it once, but it's uh, another biggie. If, if you've moved here from another state, uh, you should always have your documents reviewed in North Carolina by a good attorney, uh, hopefully an elder law attorney, uh, and hopefully us. <laughs> but it's the it, it's the kind of thing where uh, it, 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 it now is a trust portable. You know, you had a trust done in another state. Is it still good here? Well, it's highly likely to be just perfectly fine here. Uh, at the same time. Uh, it's uh, wills and trusts can be very, very different in terms of what they do. And when I, I have to say, uh, oftentimes when I review wills and trusts uh, for folks, I make recommendations that hadn't been thought of before. And it's like, oh, you mean I can do that? 
absolutely you can. Do you want to? And if you do, we can change your documents. And that's obviously true with trusts. I mean, because uh, I know that the trusts that I do typically contain lots of whistles and bells and things that really help somebody to accomplish their family goals that other trusts don't do. I mean, and I, I guess I need to do uh, a real lesson on that. Maybe we'll do that next week in terms of the differences that you might see in a revocable trust and how changes to it might make a huge difference with a family. But um, in terms of of life changes, if you move from another state to be close to your grandchildren, uh, it's not about your children. It's always about your grandchildren. Um, uh, but the, And that's a very, very common thing uh, where folks uh, will move to be close to their grandchildren. Uh, at, that's a time where documents should be reviewed. Um, and it also is a time when your financial and how everything works together needs to be reviewed because oftentimes people change banks. They sometimes change investment advisors, although that's uh, rare just because you move across state line. That's less important with financial advisors. Uh, what are some other things? Well, you're getting ready to retire. Uh, I would tell you when you're thinking about retiring, Getting advice before you retire, uh, not only on your estate planning, but your financial planning, is a critically important. You know, there are a lot of folks that say, oh, I'll do it after I retire. And then they find out that they could have done this and that uh, if they had only done it before they retired. Because sometimes they have to make retirement elections that are significant. Uh, and having some professional advice and uh, makes a huge difference. Of course, the other thing that's huge uh, that a lot of folks think is real easy and they think they know what they're doing and they really should have professional advice uh, would be regarding Social Security elections, you know, and that comes generally about the time people are thinking about retiring. Well, again, getting that advice early and then again, particularly if you hadn't had that pre-retirement advice, when you retire, things change. I mean, your financial situation for most people changes significantly from accumulation years when you're working to non-accumulation years when you've retired, at least for a lot of folks. It's something that we've got to prepare for and as we uh, experience these changes in life that we account for them and make sure that our documents reflect those changes as well otherwise you could have a situation that you did not anticipate unintended consequences is something that we never really want to encounter so schedule some time to speak with bill if you need to have your documents reviewed if you've never had them reviewed by an elder law attorney this is a wonderful opportunity for you go to wgalaw.com there you can schedule some time to speak with bill and you can also register for bill's free webinars by clicking on the seminars button at the top of the page wgalaw.com or call 919-256-7000 919-256-7000 we're taking a quick break but we'll be back with more this is asset protection today with attorney bill alexander and we'll be right back
This is Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. You can find more about Bill at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com. If you want to attend one of Bill's free webinars happening this Wednesday, March 8th, go to WGALaw.com. Click on the Seminars button at the top of the page. It's free to register. You can find plenty of information there about uh, both of Bill's webinars. The morning session deals with long-term care assistance, financial assistance, government assistance that might be available to you. Most likely it is. Go to WGALaw.com to learn more about that. And the afternoon session deals with asset protection and trust planning. These webinars are free to attend. There's absolutely zero cost to you. It's just a wonderful educational opportunity for you to learn about some subjects that have a lot of misinformation about them. WGALaw.com. Click on the seminars button at the top of the page. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. And Bill, we're talking all about when it's time to review our documents, whether it's life changes of the positive or life changes of the negative. Well, and and of course, uh, life changes and your goals can change, uh, which oftentimes you should uh, look relook at your documents, your planning, your financial situation. But of course, a biggie uh, that typically uh, for a lot of folks will in fact change their goals would be retirement. You know, pre-retirement, you're in your accumulation years, you're trying to save as much as you can. Uh, you're doing things, whether it's buying rental properties or or uh, investing in the stock market or whatever you're doing, you're trying to make money for the future. But when you retire, oftentimes your income drops significantly. That's not true for everyone, but it's true for most. I mean, uh, your Social Security tends to help a little bit, but it's not nearly as much as what you were making uh, when you were working for most people. Um, so it might be that once that occurs, your goal changes from accumulation to not running out of money. <laughs> and you're going, uh, okay, well, we've put a, put, put a good bit uh, back. What can happen to focus us on not running out of money? Well, there are a lot of folks um, where uh, there's a bad year in the stock market. So their retirement accounts or other investments dropped. And last year, there are a lot of folks who dropped 20%, 25% in that ballpark. And they're going, oh my goodness, what are we going to do? Well, that's where good financial advice and good legal advice helps uh, in terms of not making mistakes with your money. Uh, another issue that last year was, a, and this year too, is a pretty good example of, is over time, inflation takes its toll. If you have static income, or it only grows with a, a, some cost of living adjustment, which is never enough, uh, your buying power uh, is, is reduced every year by inflation. And uh, of course, that can become a significant burden on families. And of course, the other one that we focus on uh, 
is long-term care needs. You know, how many people have long-term care insurance? Ex, you know, very, very few. So all those folks who don't have long-term care insurance, then guess what? If they have a long-term care crisis, it's a huge financial crisis for them. And getting elder law attorney advice at that time as, should be done as soon as possible. And oftentimes that results in a change in your documents. I mean, when we're protecting spouses uh, and making sure that the person who is sick is also protected and gets assistance and that sort of thing, we're moving property around. We're moving property from one spouse to the other spouse. We're creating will-based irrevocable trusts uh, for the benefit of the sick spouse. We're, we're doing some significant changes in your documents based on that kind of uh, of change. But you can also have other changes because most parents are uh, will uh, give the shirt off their back to their children and grandchildren if they're in need. And your children might have a medical crisis. They might have a divorce that's really expensive. Uh, uh, they may have um, issues with the grandchildren that might have a, a drug problem or an alcohol problem or a spendthrift problem, or your children might have a spouse with those problems, you know, or those kind of things, or you might even have a child with those kind of issues. We all, you know, most families do have some uh, issues in the family that make a difference in how they might plan uh, for them. You know, life is not necessarily simple anymore. Uh, and I don't know if it ever was, but the fact is, is that it can be complicated and good planning can actually make a huge difference in terms of what you do for your children and grandchildren. So, um, you know, they might need your help and most of us are willing to do it. And, uh, you know, obviously, we like to temper those things. Uh, you know, we hopefully we've reared our children the way, and they're responsible for their own lives. But fact is, there are also greedy children out there who will take everything from you and then walk away, and you're left holding the bag and not. You know, that's when you run out of money when you've been too generous. And I've seen lots of clients over the years, unfortunately. Uh, be taken advantage of uh, in that way. And that's what we're trying to avoid. And of course, that's another planning issue. How do you avoid that kind of thing if you have folks in your life who are trying to take advantage of you in that way? Family dynamics just create uh, different situations where, you know, it's it's not a one-size-fits-all thing with planning and making sure that you account for that. And that if you have particular wishes or needs or desires for your family through your planning, making sure that that's accounted for. You know, you should see an elder law attorney to explore all the avenues and tools available to you to make sure that you can execute your planning in the way that one meets your desires and two is most beneficial for your loved ones. If you want to schedule some time to speak with Bill, go to WGALaw.com. There you can book an appointment to speak with Bill. You can also call the office. The phone number is 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. And don't forget, Bill's free webinars are happening this Wednesday, 
March 8th. Be sure to sign up now. It's free to do so. You can do that also at WGALaw.com. Just click on the Seminars button at the top of the page. WGALaw.com. Click on the Seminars button to register for Bill's free webinars happening on Wednesday. We're taking a quick break, but we'll be back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back. Listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Jason Kong here with Attorney Bill Alexander. Hey, don't forget, Bill's free webinars are happening this Wednesday, March 8th. Be sure to go to WGALaw.com. Click on the seminars button to register. It's free to do so. If you want to learn more about Medicaid, VA benefits, and how those two programs are likely an option for you when it comes to long-term care assistance and paying for long-term care, this is a wonderful opportunity for you. Or if you want to learn about asset protection and trust planning, another wonderful free opportunity for you as well. WGALaw.com. Just click on the seminars button at the top of the page. We are talking about reviewing our documents and we've discussed different life events and different goal changes, Bill. And, you know, you've mentioned the concept of losing a spouse, whether it's through death or through divorce, but we really want to spend some time diving into that. Well, no question. That That's a biggie. I mean, that <clears throat> that's a no-brainer time uh, when things should be reviewed. Now, obviously, if you lose your spouse by divorce, it's clearly a time where you're going to change your planning uh, because, you know, you're going to make sure that they're out of your uh, plan at that point. And, and uh, then it's a matter of, okay, what, what are my goals now under those circumstances? And if you lose your spouse by death, then uh, a, a review is still appropriate uh, because, n- number one, there's always things that need to be done uh, w- with the decedent's estate, whether it's uh, a will-based or trust-based. There's always things that have to be done at that time. And obviously, while you're having that done, it's also a, a, a good time. Okay, have laws changed? Ha- what are the family dynamics now? Uh, are they the same as they were before the loss? Uh, and oftentimes, the answer is no. We've got, we've, you know, some other changes have occurred as well. Uh, you know, my, my sibling has died or my sibling is disabled now and can't rely on that person and need to make some changes. Well, here's the thing that oftentimes, and more often than you realize, is forgotten. <clears throat> and that's it. You've, you've lost your spouse to divorce and you've gone and changed your will and your powers of attorney as to who your agent will be and things like that. But you know what you forget? You forget about your beneficiary changes that need to be made, particularly with retirement accounts, sometimes with your life insurance as well. Because in almost every case, your retirement accounts are going where? to your spouse who's now divorced from you 
uh, or separated from you. I mean, you should be making that change when the separation occurs, you know, not it, no, not to wait until the divorce. But, you know, people are emotionally upset. They're not thinking straight, and they don't think about things like that. And, and, and sometimes the financial advisor doesn't even know that it's occurring to make those recommendations to you. So, uh, and here's the here's the bad news: you can't assume that a divorce will sever that um, a beneficiary designation because it won't. You know, if you don't, if you get a divorce and you don't change your beneficiary designation, uh, and then you die guess what? Your ex-spouse will receive the money uh, from your retirement account or your life insurance. In fact, that was a United States Supreme Court holding a few years ago, um, uh, and it's it's the law of the land. I mean, and it doesn't matter whether it's fair. It doesn't matter under any of those other circumstances. If you don't take the time to change those beneficiary designation then the wrong people will end up receiving uh, your money. And that's just plain wrong, but it happens more frequently than people realize. Now, the next step is, okay, you've lost your spouse either way. You know, the fact is, is that oftentimes people are not happy at all about that. You know, it's a depressing time. People are lonely. And oftentimes people will find companionship, and and it's appreciated, and it's needed uh, for lifestyle. And the fact is, is, okay, you're thinking about remarriage. Well, are there things that should be thought about with your planning and your documents at that time before you go down the aisle, if you will? And the answer is, Absolutely. This is a huge time, particularly if you have children. I mean, number one, you should have a pre-marriage agreement in every case if you have children and you're looking at getting married again. Um, uh, And, of course, if your spouse or your proposed spouse has children, then, you know, it's a double uh, whammy, if you will. So a prenuptial agreement is an absolute essential uh, thing to have. It's it's just a no-brainer. Uh, but, <clears throat> you know, I in fact, I had a case just recently where a fellow was in that very same position. He had three wonderful daughters who were fabulous people, um, and they were worried that the lady might, might be a gold digger, you know, and there are lots of them out there. And this fella has a very, very large retirement account. And he wants his girls to inherit his retirement account. But if he doesn't have a prenup and then he gets married, then will the wife be entitled to some of his estate? And the answer is yes, without a prenup. But uh, are there other things that you might do? Well, one of the things in this particular case was see if you can do an irrevocable beneficiary designation to the children because if you then change your beneficiary to the girls in this case uh, and it's irrevocable and it can't be changed then that alleviates a lot of the fear 
that might um, go on with a, a successive marriage. And in this case, um, you know, it's the kind of thing where it also makes a big difference. I, um, I had a case where a 92-year-old after lost his wife and remarried, but fortunately for the children in that case, we had an irrevocable trust that owned his house, owned all of his most everything else, and the and the children were trustees taking care of dad. And he wanted to get remarried, which was perfectly fine, but he wanted to leave the house to his new wife, and he couldn't do it because it was in an irrevocable trust. And that was a success story in my book. Well, that's why it's so important to make sure that you're getting good advice ahead of the fact and making sure that, again, your plans align with the decisions that you're making and your current lifestyle. Schedule some time to speak with Bill if this applies to you. If you need to see an elder law attorney, go to WGALaw.com or call 919-256-7000. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back. This is Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Be sure to go to WGALaw.com if you want to attend Bill's free webinars happening this Wednesday, March 8th. If you want to learn more about Medicaid, VA benefits, and financial assistance that is available to you, likely through government assistance. If you want to learn more about long-term care assistance, this is a wonderful free educational opportunity for you. Or if you want to learn more about asset protection and trust planning, go to WGALaw.com. Click on the seminars button. It is free to register and it is well worth your time. You can also call the office 919-256-7000. That will do it for us today. On behalf of Bill Alexander, I'm Jason Kong. Thanking you so much for listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Have a wonderful day.